I may be a lot of bad things, but I'm no hypocrite. Would it please you to find a bounty on my head? How many men would it take to collect? How many guns would you send? Lesser men than me have not been taken down by you yet. The Shaky Town Radio Minute is on the air. I'm Gene George. I'm Barry Foster Hubbard. It's Wednesday. Apparently, according to the fake clock on the wall, it also is a calendar. Yes. So I have a question. Hopefully. That'll be a quick question to answer. Yes. And yes. I can, we can do a longer question. Answer. What do we want to do? Well, we, we, do we want to do one question a minisode? Well, this one's a really quick. I can give it. Like well, a, let's see. Watch this. Jack S. John on Twitter, which is John Garza of IRD fame and Jackass John fame, uh, from Texas. He asks, when's the next Brody Foster Hubbard album coming out, and how can I have it? Oh, John, boy. John, you can have it because I'll give you a copy. No, see, now everyone's going to want one. Well, no, John gets it because John and I are friends. I don't care. <laughs> Everybody look, else look, can look, buy one. Look, pal, you got you to gotta <laughs> monetize this. <laughs> and There's no friends. It's not called show friends. This is true. Um, when will there be an album? I, I, I have to figure out... How that you can still have a an album as an independent artist in this industry in this time and era? Like I've just been putting a bunch of like basically new recordings of old songs up and um, some old recordings that just were never released. I've well, been putting well, them up for free on BirdieHubbard.com. Let's, let's define let's define album. A collection okay. of songs thematically arranged. See, that's the thing. So yeah. when 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 do you think the next part of your over your okay. work? That's fair. Coming up. So having kind of just bled this these things out here and there where it's just me acoustically, I'll have an album out once I've arranged a, a band. Um, and I have some people I've been talking to about that. And we'll take songs of mine that I really want to hear in a band composed, you know, mm-hmm. arranged with a band. And yeah, I'll just record them all myself, most likely. Um, although there are some people who have offered to record. I have a standing offer to go get... Uh, together with Mishka Shubali and record with him. I just have to make it Braggart. to the East Coast. Um, and... And Dingle Dog is in your lap. Hen Pen, Henrietta Collins, named after the Henry Rollins uh, novelty record. Um, so yeah, so once I've done that, and then yeah, I'll do that. Then I'll AKA probably, Hot Pocket. The, yes, the new nickname now that Henry Etta has. So yeah, that's the answer. I'll, I'll, John will get an album for free. Sorry, everybody else. You get to pay. Uh, most likely, or, or depending, it might it might be free. We'll probably do maybe even just do donation model. You know, I've been thinking about doing that once I have some more songs up on BrodyHubber.com. Yeah, and you know, we've been talking about doing it for this podcast too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I, I I think well, I mean, obviously, I think here's here's what I would like. Mm-hmm. I would like you to do songs for for the podcast. Yes. I mean, if if that's what you you know will fulfill you artistically. Mm. Um, Let's put one on the this. Minisode. Sure. Boom. Boom, done. You're going to listen to it right... At the end. <laughs> now. I don't want to interrupt this flow. Oh, Christ, do you and think? I, I think you should... So, well, oh, so, yes. so, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think you should necessarily try and shoehorn... I mean, like I said, if you have, if you have a thematically arranged series of... You know songs that you want to hear. Yeah, but 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 I also think I also think we should do we we do need to do an album for the podcast. Sure, and we do need to do um, 
I, I, multiple, you know, artists. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would like to see that. Okay, I dig that. Now here's uh, the next question, which um, I'll let you talk about. No, see, I think we could. I think we could eke more out time out of that. Your your first question. It's, it's it's more, but it's just more talk about me, and there's only so much so I'm what? willing to do about that. Really? Okay, fine. Ask me, Gene, George, any. You interview me about my music, about anything you want. Ask me. Okay. This is what you get to do. This is what I on, get the, to, on this Wednesday. On this Wednesday. Yes. Um, we'll make it all about me. Yeah, we can make it all about you. Uh, in your music. Yes. Um, are all your songs personal songs? I mean, how much? How much do you think is required as a singer songwriter? Uh, this is kind of like a comedy question, you know? How, yeah, yeah. You know. It, how much do you of yourself do you put into your songs vice impersonal experiences or things you just want to say that are kind of cool right uh, most of them are personal the most recent song I wrote and it's been a while I, I wrote it like I've been I've written a bunch of songs I don't like that I won't ever play you know you just get some clunk some out you know right, right. and it's kind of where I'm at right now clunking out bad songs that I don't want people to hear but the last good song that I wrote called Mine mm-hmm. um, was a story. It wasn't about anything that actually happened to me. It was about a mine? It was about a mine shaft in Joshua Tree. A stoop. <laughs> or an addict. Or winds. But it was also about mine. Like, you are mine. Oh, I see. You know, it was... It's a homophobe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that song was just inspired by, like, I really liked the terrain in Pioneer Town and Joshua Tree. And so I wrote about that. All the other, pretty much every other song, and then there, you know, there's songs like "Hankering for Homicide." There's a song uh, "Accessory After the Fact." Um, there, are just you know, a lot of death and murder imagery, and that's just you know, from your former life as a serial killer. <laughs> you know, for that's like for fun stuff. Right, right, right. Although "Hankering for Homicide" is actually kind of a serious song. I mean, no, it's you know, you know no, it's written funny. I mean, it says well, talk about like pain. Yeah, so those are just you saying cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. Most of the songs, though, are I can tell you who it's about. I can tell you what time in my life it was. I can tell you what happened in the relationship. Right. So it's important to you as a as a way to say your feelings versus saying cool things. Right. And the problem with that, where I'm in now with that, and the songwriting I had been doing, is I've been in a happy, fulfilling relationship for the last six years, mm-hmm. um, and that's longer than I've ever been with anybody. Right. Um, and the second most significant relationship in my life, which coincidentally is the one, one thing I will not talk about on the show ever. Right. So um, for right now, oblique, for, obliquely, for yeah. legal reasons. <laughs> uh, you know, it, this is, I mean, that lasted many years. But right. this has lasted even more years than that. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's really part. And it's funny because I used to sing about that relationship all the time. I used to talk about it all the time. And... Um, it's just I'm over. It. You've moved on. I've moved on. It, it actually upsets me to. It upsets me to. I don't know why it upsets me right now to think about it. It's really upsetting me to think about it. God damn you, Gene. That's what I do, man. I dig deep. I dig deep. I get the. I get the yeah. hard answers. I make you. Yeah. I'm like the anti Barbara Walters. At this point, I'd rather talk about female comedians that are hot. <laughs> ah, see, I roped you into it. No. Um, At least you didn't ask me about Natasha Leggero. What about Natasha Leggero? Okay, here's what happened, and then I want to get back to me. On a special thing.com, I got in a big fight, or I started a big fight because uh, somebody made a joke when they put the Natasha Leggero cover up. 
This is going to be really awkward once we have Duncan Trussell on the show. So hopefully he doesn't hear this many so. Like somebody made a joke on, like they said, what an ugly, ugly woman. And I called him out. I said, so are you being ironic because she's actually not ugly, ugly? Or are you an asshole? But, you know, is basically what the gist of that was. And, you know, I said we shouldn't judge people and say shitty things. Um, Did I talk about that? Or I might just more have said, you know, you shouldn't say shitty things about somebody who a bunch of people are here are a fan of, who people are friends with, and whose partner is actually a member of this forum, which Duncan is. Duncan comes on to promote um, the show. Mm -hmm. So the person was told, like, you're right, I was trying to be funny because she's obviously not ugly, ugly. Sorry, I won't make shitty jokes in the future. Dumb internet. No no sarcasm on the internet. But then it just started this whole fight about, you know, oh, you guys are just being easy on Natasha Leggero because of her looks or people only like her because of her looks no or that's that's stupid because she's hilariously funny right or but or she gets by on her looks or or oh she's hot I, I'd hang out with her like you know just in either yeah, yeah, direction yeah. really shitty and dumb yeah, yeah, yeah. comments and I started it and it's all thanks to me and I got called out for being PC and it was just well you are yes you're painfully PC but that's besides the point no no I know um this is the thing is I think if you've been in comedy more than an hour you mm-hmm. you should you probably have a thicker skin or you should have a thick skin about it. True. You know. We, and we've had these I don't even know if we talked about it on our show I'd have to go back and listen to it but I, I know that Jen Kirkman goes through this shit all the time too. Yeah, no, it's the woman comic thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like when are we going to stop talking about women performers whether they're comics or musicians? Yes, we need to acknowledge their women and their voice as a woman needs to be. Well, that's the thing is I don't think I think of Jen Kirkman as a girl comic, even though I made the joke on our show that right. she's a pretty lady female comic. Right, that was in the introduction. And it's an in, yeah, and it's in be, a, yeah, and it's a I mean, and I don't, she's a funny comedian, and so is Natasha. Yes, and they do work, and they put work out there, and, and you, that's the that's you know the thing. That, and that's I what, know that. Yeah, that's what comedians do. Yeah, and writers yeah, do. I you would, write and you do you perform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't matter if you have you know what your secondary sexual characteristics are. Right. Um, I do think there are people that get by on on their looks, and that's just in general, not necessarily girls or boys of all genders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, but I don't. But I also think that um, we want to name names. <laughs> No, we I'm just kidding. Well, I, 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 I honestly don't really think it would take me a while. But well, you know, so what? there's certain actors. Yeah, there's certain. There's definitely certain actors and actresses. Um, I mean, look at the career arcs of a lot of like Playboy playmates. Right, right. You right. know, they are physically attractive by certain standards, and they end up doing like shitty erotic thrillers and things like that. I mean, and they're working and they have their niche, but right. not a lot of them are doing you know good dramatic whatever. But but I guess um, joking aside, you know we we treat the um, the subject lightly. But but yeah. joking aside, it doesn't matter to me whether you're male or female if you're funny. Right now, admittedly, and and Bamford skewers, you know, hack hack girl comics are as bad as hack guy comics. Mm-hmm. They're just rarer, I think. Right, you know, but. I think Bamford does a really good job in her act of, you know, of, of skewering that, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Right. So anyway, um, let's go back to you, Brody. Okay. Um, so you don't want to talk about your past relationships and making it's making you sad. 
No, you know, I do. I like to actually... Well, that's what I did in my storytelling thing the right. other night. I, I totally told those stories. Oh, did you? I, but I didn't tell the story about the second most significant. And I'm still trying to figure out how I want to frame the narrative for the third most significant relationship in my life, which a lot of my early songs were about. And I say it in the song, The Girl Asked My Virginity To. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know... And that was a... That whole mess had long-lasting effects. I, I mean the relationship, not the actual loss of the virginity. Um, there was a lot of trust issues. She was, well, you don't have your hymen anymore. That's <laughs> well, yes, there's that. Um, <laughs> Brody, Brody's one of the rare men who have a <laughs> Not anymore. That'd be inconvenient. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, so having been in this happy, fulfilling relationship for six years... Yeah, there, I've I've kind of gone to the well plenty, and I've liked what I've taken out. And if I try to go back again, I don't know if I'll come up with anything. In previous relationships, in pre- as far as previous relationships, well, you know, I think there's a there's there's a certain amount of uh, getting into a complacent place and a happy place yeah. that stifles creativity. Sure, sure. You know, there's you know I've written a song about the girl who I wasn't in a relationship with necessarily, but like the one that got away, kind of, or I got away from her, uh-huh. depending on how you want to look at it. I mean, there's those stories. Right. I just think all the stories have been told. I mean, and... I'm, I'm about to have a, a Tracy Jordan moment. <laughs> you should write a story about a ghost train. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I honestly have been watching way too much. <laughs> you know what you should do, Brody? You should write a story about a ghost train. <laughs> the good thing is, though, I have enough songs and I am little known enough and there's... a so many of those songs so that I haven't heard. have a Wikipedia heard. page. Yeah, I do have a Wikipedia page. Uh, it was created by somebody in Arizona who created a lot of pages for Phoenix people. Mm-hmm. Um, some might say that my page was the litmus test to see if such pages Notability. would last notability, and they have. Now, was I involved in that? Was I part of a collective? The world may never know. <laughs> notability guidelines. Let's check that make sure. <laughs> I actually had a reporter contact me saying I'd like to do a story about <laughs> Wikipedia pages and Phoenix bands. Oh. And I said, this is what I'm willing to say. And it's what I just told you. Uh, That's as much as I'm willing to say about that. Because uh, I want those pages to remain up. I see. Um, so so you were part of the conspiracy to keep those pages up? Yes. I was part of the vast conspiracy to keep up Wikipedia pages devoted to things Phoenix. Because in Phoenix, this is how bored we are. That This was... Something that looked fun and like a good idea in editing Wikipedia pages. The early two thousands. Oof. Yeah. Like it sucks to be you, dude. <laughs> now I, I. I think we could boil this entire <laughs> this entire minisode down to it sucks to be you. <laughs> no. It's no. great <laughs> to be me. And here's the other thing: like my musical exploits. You know that was a big part of my life. But you know now I'm involved in a lot more writing, mm-hmm. and I'm even involved in like trying to pursue acting things yeah. i would love especially listening to like the thrilling adventure hour lately uh-huh. um i'd love to do stuff like that I'd why don't we write some sketches i got a bunch of sketches i know i, I was going to talk to you about and that. i think that they're i think that they're i was thinking about this the other day i think mm-hmm. they're, i think they would work well in the audio format yeah i mean and they certainly i don't know where i'm going to get a world war one era submarine <laughs> so my i think we can dress a world <laughs> war ii submarine but i think that might be hard to do yeah so, I'm not willing to go 50s or higher. <laughs> I'm a purist as far as my submarines thing. You know, I want it to have the correct backup. Got to be a diesel electric boat, World War II or, 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 or older. 
Mm. I think that's fair. That's fair. Yes. <laughs> so oh, do, doing, anyway, do, doing the acting and writing and filmmaking at some point, um, web series, whatever it's going to be, um, and that's kind of stuff that interests me more now than necessarily doing music, although I still love to do the music, and I still do the music. But I'm going to try to get grab a lot more of these storytelling shows right. and, and work that way. There, there's one uh, run at, at Stories next to 826LA in Echo Park called um, Two-Headed Beast. I enjoyed that. I saw Maria Bamford perform there. I saw Julie Cole at Cohen perform there. I think you both should, very attractive women. I think you should. Uh, I'm gonna mention that. Uh, no, I think you should. Um, I think you should move into a phase of your career where you uh, start doing like light bubblegummy love songs, a la Donovan. See, that's how I started. Full, full circle, man. <laughs> I like, I, and there's another thing, like, my views on love and even gender have changed. Like, I, it was like, ugh, girls are crazy, and I date these great girls, and they're crazy, and there's, it's stupid, and girls will break your heart, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, human beings in general are shitty, and I've dated a lot of shitty people. Um, I've also dated... I think girls are in a special category <laughs> of shitty and crazy. It depends on the girls. <laughs> And I, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I am way more PC and feminist now. And I also, like, don't know that I should necessarily be heteronormative in my songs. That is, I'm not going to sing a song, I love a dude, because that would be false. Right. Um, there would be nothing wrong with it if I did love a dude, but I don't. But why not write the song lyrics to be non-gender specific so that well, everybody I, can enjoy it and embrace it? Instead of me being, I met a girl... She's a great far out chick, blah blah blah. You know, it's like which there's there is room for those kind of songs too. Um, I because I, I think you're overthinking it. <laughs> well, but that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. My process. No, no, I, I know, I know. My that's my editorial. <laughs> so like, I the, think you're overthinking that. <laughs> the last song I wrote could be for anybody. Right. Well, actually, the last couple songs I've written could be for anybody, for man or woman, for cisgendered or transgendered. You know. Um, it, it it really doesn't matter, but you know, there's so many of my songs that are about specific girls and specific stories about. Well, like me. I said, is it is it about something you want to say? But see, that to me that to me leads into, is it something that you are experiencing that you have to get down on paper or in song, right? Versus something cool you want to say or right. something universal you want to say, right? And now I'm at the point in my songwriting where I think what's left is the universal slash cool right. thing to say, as right. opposed because I don't really have any more stories. Uh, for the kind of music I do. I don't want to write country music that's like, you know... <laughs> you know how country songs are like, I love America. Well, no, no, that's, not, country, but that's, not, that's not country. That's that's pop. That's country pop. Yes. I, that's and, not country music. Yeah, See, that's yeah. the thing. Is, is like a lot of things committed by, you know, the corporations. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And all pop music is garbage. Right. You know, it's like anything that's that's filtered through corporate America is yeah. generally has a message attached to it. And yeah. that message is usually, you know, crapped up. And I can't do the Brian Wilson or Daniel Johnston thing <laughs> where I'm going to like sing songs about random objects and things. Crazy. Well, which not, are great. I just, I can't, you're not it. crazy. That's the thing. <laughs> you are not mentally ill. Right. That's the problem. You know, it's like, there's that special insight of, you know, right. people who are a nutbag. Right. Right. <laughs> but then, I mean, there are people and there's somebody specifically I'm thinking of whom I know. And mm -hmm. that's why I, uh, somebody who is a, a pretty 
they've done well music, mm-hmm. for, with their music, and they are definitely settled down, and they still have lots to say. Right. But the person I'm thinking of is a supremely talented person, who you know. So obviously that's why he's able to do that. <laughs> I don't know if I have the talent to pull stuff. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Well, again, I think I think there's a difference between you know having having to say things yourself mm-hmm. and versus having universal ideas. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I think there's there's I think everybody can figure out, you know, a story to tell. Sure. If they put their mind to it. But I think the difference between ramping it up is being able to connect to something that's universal. Yeah. Plus this guy like does not like to play in LA and he Fuck he's, that guy. he's he, <laughs> <laughs> he tours a lot, so yeah. he gets to see the world and, and still meet a lot of people. And I, I still meet a lot of people in L.A., but it's like, and this is where comedy comes, and I'm sure you can speak to this, like there's only so much comedy you can do about being in L.A. I mean, there, there's a lot you can do about it, but then it's really only going to be applicable for L.A. Yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I've, you know, I've tried to write songs about being in L.A. Well, Randy Newman already wrote it. <laughs> we're done. You know, that's, that's all you need. Jim Vitale has a good song about L.A. Mm-hmm. that he played on our show. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like other people have already said great things and sung great songs about L.A. X. I don't necessarily... Huh? X. X, yeah. So that, Los Angeles! Frank Black. Um, I Want to Live in Los Angeles. Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. L.A. is my lady. Mm-hmm. The worst song about L.A. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, I'm so glad Frank Sinatra's dead. I'm, gonna say I'm just going to say it. I'm gonna say what are you going to do now? Where's your mafia yeah, friends now, you? Frank Sinatra? <laughs> Watch, there's like every knock at the door when he gets shot with a double barrel shotgun. Um, yeah, boy, but it's just an awful song. But that was in Frank Sinatra's phoning it in. You know, that's when Joe Piscopo's Frank Sinatra impression was not far wrong. You know, where it was just like where he where he he stopped singing and started talking songs. <laughs> it was just like, oh, geez, just give it a rest, pal. Speaking of getting a rest, do you have any questions for me? Oh, no. Phew. Phew. All right, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Here's one of my songs. So the song that opened up the show is called You Knew I Was a Snake. And this song is a recording that has never been released before, officially. It's a version of one of my earliest songs called This Bed Isn't Big Enough for the Both of Us. Why do I bother with you? Here I am again in the same spot Lying naked next to you This is the fate I fought against Well, you know what they say You're gonna be the death of me Well, I think that it's true I gotta get away from you, yeah
You can find us on the internet at shakytownradio.com. You can Twitter us at at shakytownradio. You can like us on Facebook at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shakytownradio. Send us an email at shakytownradio at gmail.com or call us on the Shakytown Radio hotline at 626-66-SHAKE. That's 667-4253. That's the same number. Where do you find it?